Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 889. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest. The Donovan Pack is what we've decided to call these guys. These are four guys that are coming to us today to talk about something very unique and very special. I've got Pack Francher, Jesse Gonzalez, Michael Lightborn, and Sam Hard on the line. Guys, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yes, sir. We are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pack Fancher is the founder of Spookstock Foundation, a group that raises money through donations for the surviving dependents of fallen shadow warriors via the CIA Officers Memorial Foundation and the Special Operations Warrior Foundation. Pack and his team, we're going to call them, like I said, the Donovan Pack, have all come up with a unique way to raise funds for this effort to help fallen CIA and Special Operations personnel by building a unique automobile they call the Donovan Car. His international teammates are Jesse Gonzalez from Street Toys of Juarez, Mexico, who's the chief builder of the Donovan Car. Michael Lightborn is the coordinator of the Donovan Car build and owner of Meglite Enterprises in El Paso, Texas. Sam Hard, the sponsor liaison, owns Hard Up Garage in the United Kingdom. This November, this very special car will be at the SEMA show. I hope you guys will be there. I'll be there to see it. And then in January, the car will be auctioned off during the Barrett-Jackson Arizona event to raise money to help Spookstock Foundation's beneficiaries. So guys, I have told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you each take a brief moment, share a little bit about your career, what you do, and an obvious passion for automobiles? And Pac, I'm going to start with you. Thanks, Mark. The Spookstock Foundation was founded five years ago when I got to know a number of people in the Central Intelligence Agency and the Special Operations community. And I learned about the number of killed in actions that occur in that world that really aren't public knowledge and results in a number of families being left without the primary breadwinner. Uh, in the case of the Special Operations community, mostly men. In the case of the CIA, it's a mix of men and women that have, uh, especially since 9-11, have uh, been killed in action at a far higher rate than the prior few decades. So a series of circumstances, I decided to launch this effort in 2012. And since then, we've raised $3.6 million through the events that we run, and that's distributed to these two foundations that provide every penny a post-high school education expense for the surviving children of the fallen CIA and fallen special operations personnel. Wow. So that's what I've been doing for the last five years. Awesome cause. How about you, Jesse? Tell us a little bit about you. Uh, Mark, I'm uh, Jesse Gonzalez. I run Street Toys Hot Rods, a hot rod shop located in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, which is a border town to El Paso, Texas. I've been involved in this build with a pack and uh, Michael and Sam Hart for the past six months. It's actually something a little bit new for me. I've, uh, it's the first time I get to participate in something at this level, and everything seems to be working out pretty good. I mean, uh, we're putting this car together for them, and uh, uh, everybody seems to be 
to be in, 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 in liking of the cars. Oh, absolutely. And I'll make sure I put a picture of this uh, incredible Ford, and we're going to learn a lot more about the car in particular in a moment. How about you, Michael? Yeah, Michael Lightcorn. I was raised in El Paso, Texas, and just into cars my entire life because of my dad and my uncle, and got into hot rods and into building these, and that's it. This is Pac. Let me interject. Michael is one of the preeminent car finders in the world. Uh, he's quite humble about it, but uh, some of the best collectors in the world reach out to Michael to find hard-to-find cars, and he has a gift for either knowing where they know where they are already or finding them. Very cool, very cool, Michael. And how about you, Sam? Well, you know, ever since I was a young lad, I've always been brought up with my dad loving cars, and especially American cars. And uh, four years ago, I was fortunate enough to come to the United States with my dad and meet Michael Lightbourne. And that's kind of where Hard Up Garage started. Hard because my second name's Hard and Hard Up because we're all broke at some point in our life. <laughs> and uh, me, Mike, and my dad have come up with a strategy of importing some of Jesse's cars and Michael's cars back to the UK and selling them over there where we modify them slightly for the UK roads. And uh, things have changed over here with these builds. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we got an international group here going on, Pac, that you've pulled all these guys together from all different parts of the world. This is so exciting and so cool. I always start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is something that has some meaning to each of you guys. So uh, let's start with Pac. I'm going to hand the wheel over to you. Well, in the context of this car build, it's all about the these kids. That's That's the team's mantra. Everybody's sacrificing and, and pouring their guts out into this build and building interest through doing interviews like this. And Sam managed to get us a, a booth with ARC Audio at SEMA. Uh, the SEMA leadership is doing an interview about this car and this car build team for their newsletter and will be interviewed on SEMA TV. Uh, and why? Because it's all about getting generating interest in this car. So by the time it gets to auction, it, it will fetch a large price, and all those proceeds go to these foundations that support the post-high school education expenses for these kids. It's all about the kids. That's awesome. How about you, Jesse? Is there a, a quote or an inspirational quote or mantra that you kind of live by? You know, we try to do the best we can in, in our shop. Like I say, it's the first time that we're involved in a charity event like this, something to help, help this, uh, this cause. So uh, we actually went a little extra effort. Normally, for us to build a car, it's a year, a year and a half event. And uh, in this situation, uh, I think we went uh, about half that distance to finish this car. Wow. So it, we did our part, or we tried to do our best. Yeah. And uh, to me and my shop and my crew worked uh, pretty hard and tried to achieve the, the, the time limit and the time frame that they gave us. You know, we, we tried our best, and as we do with all our cars and everybody that uh, comes into our shop, you know, we try to keep our word. I think that's one of the biggest things that uh, makes people uh, trust us here and, and has eventually led us to this group to, to, to meet PAC and his organization and stuff like that. Uh, for somebody that's in another country, in, in, in Mexico, which is not really a, a hot rock town or a, or a very popular place for 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 an American uh, hobby like hot rodding and and so uh you know to us we feel privileged and we feel very grateful that uh they gave us opportunity you know we're still in our of, of the situation well it's absolutely spectacular that you did a build of this quality at this caliber at this level in the time frame that you were giving 
kudos to you and your team. Oh, my gosh. Well, how about you, Michael? Well, when I, I first spoke to uh, PAC about the memorial, it was just it's an honor to work with anything of this caliber. And it's been a long, hard road, but we're here. It's done. And you thank God it's working out well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'll take in that. I'll take in that. Absolutely. And Sam, finally with you, Sam. So, you know, my vision has changed a lot recently with you know, realizing how much of a team we've become. And uh, a good man told me a brilliant quote, which works fantastically here. And it's, there's no limit to the amount of good you can do if you don't care who gets the credit. And that really is the forefront of this build. You know, we've all had small parts on such an amazing build. But we're not here for the credit. We're here for the kids. There you go. We're back to the kids. Well, I'm going to have each of you as briefly as you can here, since we've got a big group going on, is to tell me if you go back in time, a story that instigated your passion for cars, why you've gotten involved in cars and why they mean so much for you. So, and, and for you, Pac, now you're the, you're a little bit of the odd man out, but you are the leader here in this group. You're the, the Pac leader, I'll call you. But, uh, would you consider yourself a car guy? No, what I tell you why we're doing this car, we've had tremendous success in the past raising money by auctioning signature guitars. And these signatures bear the autographs of a disparate group of people. So entertainers like Steve Miller, Peter Frampton, uh, ZZ Top, Dan Aykroyd. But they also bear the signatures of the leaders from the intelligence community and the special operations community. So the directors of CIA, the National Security Agency, Special Operations Command, and the like. And by putting these disparate signatures on these guitars, we've managed to raise $350,000 over the past five years by auctioning guitars. And um, so then the thought was, well, why wouldn't we put these signatures on an inanimate object like a like a car? Because it seemed to work pretty well with a guitar. Let's try it on a, on a car. And I, I frankly know very little about that car build and was very fortunate to get connected to, to Michael, Jesse, and Sam. And together we put together this vision for this car. And we were very fortunate to get the signatures of ZZ Top on the car. In fact, this prior weekend, they autographed it. And the car is, uh, it's a, it's a 1954 business coupe. Jesse fabricated it in an immaculate way. His shop in Juarez, is pristine. I've worked with a lot of CEOs in my prior career, and you can tell when somebody knows how to run a business. And I was incredibly impressed with Jesse's operation in Juarez. So we hope that this car that bears the signatures of ZZ Top, as well as the autographs of a couple senior leaders from the intelligence community and the special operations community, will fetch a large price uh, at, at the auction. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Well, a build like this, and as uh, Jesse mentioned, in a very shortened amount of time, and everybody getting involved, everything's compressed here on how fast this operation has to be pulled together and done, no doubt is fraught with a lot of challenges. So I'm going to ask these of you guys what the biggest challenge was for you of putting this whole thing together was. So, Pac, let's start with you. Well, the biggest challenge was overseeing the process and letting these guys who I think are the best in class do what they do best and letting Michael find, you know, find this car. Sam has done a fabulous job of reaching out to sponsors 
and securing you know a, an engine that was donated, tires that were donated, pipes that were donated, a sound system, arranging for us to be in the ARC audio booth at SEMA, and then Jesse letting him do what he does best, which is fabricating and, and building a very high-quality, outstanding car. And I'll let, I'll let me point out that more than 50% of Jesse's business comes from uh, wealthy car collectors on the U.S. side of the border. Uh, he's in big demand um, amongst a small group of very, very affluent people. Very cool. Jesse, I know you touched on this a little bit, that condensing what usually would take a year and a half to two years into six, seven, eight months, was that the most difficult part of this build for you, or is, was there something else? Mark, that was definitely the most challenging part, uh, building the car in such a short time. We have a big crew, uh, approximately about 15 people that work here uh, full-time, all day, every day. So uh, for us, we had to practically stop the shop and working on other projects. We've got maybe another 10, 12 projects going to take this, this job on and be able to finish it in that time. We have to stop working on other vehicles to get this vehicle done in time and including uh, working late and Saturdays and Sundays and all that, you know, and uh, I want to thank Pat for, for his trust in us and, and, and letting us, uh, giving us opportunities to, to show him what we can do. And how about you, Michael, as a coordinator, as someone who's trying to pull all this stuff together, what was the most difficult part of this project for you? Actually, just kind of being the glue that's holding it together. Uh, working with Pac was wonderful. Working with uh, Jesse's and Sam are just, it's a really good group. It's just trying to get the parts that we need, trying to find certain parts, making sure they're here on time, getting them across the border into Mexico. And that that was the biggest dilemma. Mm, yeah, I see. Wow. And how about for you, Sam? So you can all probably imagine that the time zones really, really do play a big part in how hard it is for the UK to be involved in a field like this. I go to work a full day, come home, and then have to pretty much do a full day in the evening again just because that's when the US wakes up. But realistically, that was probably my hardest part. The easiest part was as soon as the sponsors found out about the cause, they were more than happy to go above and beyond to provide what we needed. Most times before when we built cars and we asked sponsors to help, yeah, they like to help and give us discounts. But in this case, everyone has been more than generous and it's all about the cause. Well, I know how you feel. I was up at 4 o'clock this morning doing an interview with a gentleman in London, um, so I understand completely these time zones can kind of rock your world a little bit, so uh, just part of the way it goes. Well, let's talk. I'd, I'd like to ask each of you what makes you so proud about being involved in this project, because obviously nobody's getting paid for this. I mean, it's all free work, basically. I mean, people are spending a lot of time, their own effort to make this happen so that the money can be raised to help these families and the children of these families of these fallen warriors. So let me walk with uh, each of you and, and ask you, what makes you feel so good about being involved in a project like this? How about you, Pac? Well, I a couple of things drive me in this. My father died suddenly when I was 13 and and I suffered through what other children suffer through when you know when a, when a parent is all of a sudden gone. So this strikes close to home because I've gotten to know these children whose whose dads, and in the case of the CIA, more than a few moms didn't come home. That's number one. Number two, I find these people that they go into harm's way in covert missions, and if knowing full well that if they get killed, 
there won't be any big parade. There won't be any big announcement. There won't be, in many cases, the story won't be told even to their families of how they died. And they know this full well, and they and they walk into harm's way. And I, I am just in awe of what kind of an extraordinary person would do that. And because what they do is not reported, of course, because these are covert missions, the general public isn't aware that, in fact, in the last 12 months, 69 special operations and CIA personnel have been killed in action, oh my gosh. leaving 89, 89 children in the last 12 months that have a parent that, that is now gone. And the world just doesn't know that. And so Spookstocks, part of its mission is to not only raise funds for these kids, but increase awareness that uh, that, these, that this is happening. Yeah, it, it blows me away. That's a large number of people affected, not to mention the family members around those families and friends and everyone. So, Jesse, how about you? Now, here's a guy in Mexico building hot rods, and he's offered to get involved to help this very noble cause. What makes you feel so good about being a part of this? Well, you know what, uh, uh, Mark? I was also raised in El Paso, Texas. I lived there, uh, went to high school, graduated there. So although I'm a Mexican citizen, El Paso, Texas was my home mm-hmm. for many years. And uh, I'm proud to say it, and I'm, I'm happy that, that that's where, where, where I was raised. Uh, so that's where most of my influence came from uh, in, as far as the cars, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I build cars for private collectors like Pakosane and, and, and people like that that don't really get too much uh, uh, showability. They don't really get seen that much because they're usually collectors that are pretty private about what they do and stuff. Right. So this is the first time, and I think that's, uh, uh, to answer your question, what I like most about this, that uh, it's the first time that we're actually out there at this level, like, uh, you know, something this big to me. I know Pac's done it a lot of times, but to me, it's probably the biggest thing that I've done here in my shop especially what it represents and where it's going. Absolutely, absolutely. How about for you, Michael? Okay, for, for me, it's, um, it's, it's an honor and a privilege to be working with, uh, with, the, with the memorial. These kids, they, they gave one of their parents' lives, and they paid the biggest price that anybody could possibly do, and these people are truly heroes, and um, we need to make more people aware of it. Absolutely. When PAC first called me, I wasn't aware of this organization, and it really is something you don't think about because you don't know it's happening. So I think it's fantastic. And and finally, Sam, you're a guy across the pond uh, in the United Kingdom, obviously a United States ally and uh, friends. And what makes you feel so good about being a part of this organization? Well, you know, it is all about learning. Us learning about this foundation, and it's all about learning and education. Uh, the future of these children, even young adults, and the future of the world, I mean, all depends on who these people looked up to, and they obviously gave the biggest price. You know, their fathers, their mothers are all gone, and now they're gone. How can they pursue the future which their parents envisioned for them? Well, now this foundation obviously supports that, allows them to go into whatever college or education they want to, and obviously to be a big part of the future for America and the world as well. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, each of you, I'd love to hear each of your first really special vehicle. So, Pac, let's start with you. Uh, when I empty nested, my children were out of the house. I got to buy a, uh, an, M, an M3, which was my pride and joy. <laughs> awesome. I've got an M3. I love those cars. How about you, Jesse? 
me, Mark, uh, I think I'd have to say my uh, 55 Chevy, which was, uh, again, like I mentioned before, that was the car that was sitting there junked in, in my father's uh, auto repair shop in, in the backyard. And uh, when I was 16 years old, my father gave me the car. When I was 16 years old, I had no driver license. I didn't have a job. I didn't have nothing. I just helped him out there at the shop and, uh, you know, picking up the tools and sweeping the place and stuff. And uh, I saw that car wrecked. It was just sitting there in the yard. I asked him about it. He said, if I can fix it, I could have it. So at that time, uh, I think that's where it started for me. And uh, I fell in love with that car. And to this day, I still have a 55 Chevy. Very cool. How about you, Michael? It's a 65 Mustang convertible. My dad bought it when I was 10 years old as a project for both of us. So when I turned 16, I could start using it. I still have that car to this day. Ah, lucky guy. And Sam, finally, how about you? Well, it's, uh, when I was young, I used to remember going around in my dad's 1982 Pontiac Trans Am, which was obviously the kit, not a car. And as a bit of a geek at 10 years old, I went out and bought the cheapest tan seat covers. And I remember these hands coming out the sides of the seat when it was pretending to dry itself and hid behind the, uh, PMD interior and pretended to drive my night rider car. And I still remember being that stun driver in night rider. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Well, let's explain to our listeners a little bit here, Pack, and I'll have you you do this if you don't mind. Tell us some details about this card. What car? What I know is it started as a 1950 Ford business coupe, so it's a two door car. But what are all the custom and modifications that have been done to this car? Well, Mark, if I could speak car speak, I'd be happy to articulate that, but uh, that, that's, not, that's not me. I, I will tell you this, though. It's fabricated in, in a beautiful way with a pearl finish, and much like Covert Operations, it's, it looks very nice and, and stylish on the outside, but it's got a surprise under the hood in the form of the engine that it has, which, the, which Jesse and these other guys can tell you that. But under the hood, it has a replica of the CIA officer's memorial wall, which has all the stars from the CIA killed in actions in CIA history. And again, it bears the autograph of, of the ZZ Top Boys and senior leadership from the intelligence community. So the car drives by. It's very appealing to look at. Yeah, and, and it sounds really nice. But it's got a surpri- it's got surprises under both the front hood and the back hood. You know what's really cool about this whole concept to me, and having looked at the car, seen the pictures of the car, is very stealthy in my mind. It, it looks cool, obviously not stock, but it looks like there's something special. But maybe you'd give it a look, a second look, a third look, but not like a fancy hot rod, but just like somebody that works in some of these companies that goes underground or covert or whatever. They've got a lot of surprises underneath the hood, a lot of things that you don't know are coming. Jesse, what are a few of the things about the specifications on this car you can share with us? Okay, uh, Mark, the car is a 1950 Ford business coupe, like they were saying. The car's been chopped. Uh, for those familiar with the, the hot rod community and style, uh, it's it's more of a custom. It's called a, more of a custom than a real hot rod. So it's uh, kind of like a 60s style. That, that, that's kind of the, the, the look that we went for, which was already partially there when the car was acquired. So we just continued and worked on that. We built on that and bettered it. We modified it and, and did a little bit of work to it. And, and uh, it's got the chop top, which probably makes it look the most uh, radical. You know, uh, we modified the body line a little bit here and there. And, and, and just subtle changes that somebody that knows the 50 Ford will notice. 
maybe other people that aren't familiar with that car will have trouble finding it or even doubt that it's not original or that it hasn't been touched. But uh, we actually touched the car quite a bit. And uh, like I say, it's something that uh, that somebody that knows that car will be able to be able to tell right away, you know, things that have been done. We try to keep it a little bit old school instead of making it a sleek, uh, smooth machine uh, like the modern day hot rod builds that they do uh, these days. And uh, we try to keep the white wall tires. Uh, we try to give it a plush interior instead of a 2018 model vehicle looking interior, you know, which is very popular these days. So if you look at that car, you could probably figure that it was built somewhere around, uh, you know, 20 years ago. And that's still kind of the look with a little bit of modern touches that we gave it. Now, Sam, you were you were active in helping get a lot of the special parts for this car. What are some of the special parts that went into this build? Okay, so everyone knows Coca Wheel and Tire because they're an authentic vintage Safari tires. And I contacted Coca Tire, guys with Tommy Lee Bird, and I said, "Hey, let me just show you what this you know foundation's about." And before I even asked him a tire or wheel or anything I required, he's like, "We're in. Where do you need them?" And that is, you have tires, pipes, exhaust is one of the best stainless steel exhaust supplies in America. Pretty much just say, hey, anything you want, it's yours. Uh, WCH racing engines down in Dallas. You know, he does a lot of reality TV shows, supplies a lot of engines to the, to the stars. He doesn't give anything away for free. In this case, send me your carbs, send me your intake. I'm going to build you an engine free of charge for all these children. We have uh, classic instruments went above and beyond to give us an amazing discount. They're a very small company and they can give it to us for free. But they gave it to us at a discount, which is the cost. Arc Audio. Well, these really are the stars of the show. Not only did they give us the best audio equipment, they went above and beyond to tell us that the audio equipment we asked for was not good enough. They had to give us something that was bigger and better. And then they gave us the most amazing pitch at SEMA on the Arc booth. Nice, nice, really nice. Well, as we come to the end of this talk here, Pac, I would love for you to let our listeners know uh, if there's a place that they can go to learn more about this project, a place they can go if they want to donate money to this very noble cause to help out uh, the children and, and families and spouses of these fallen warriors. And also, I know uh, we'll talk about SEMA in just a second, but what's a place that our listeners can go to learn more about the foundation? Oh, our foundation, given its role, plays a... Uh, it, it has a placing very low, uh, very low. We keep a low, very low profile. This is the first interview we've ever done. Wow. I'm honored. Well, but we're only doing it because of the car. Yeah. Um, so we try to keep a very, very low profile. And um, as such, we don't keep a website. We raise money in a, in a, generally in a very quiet way from, you know, wealthy, wealthy CEOs that uh, care about this mission. So, uh, frankly, the, there's, we don't have a public presence. Mm-hmm. What we are going to roll out, however, is a web page about the car. Ah. And, and on that web page, which will be up before SEMA, on that web page, it'll have all the details about the car that we talked about on the show. And, and, and it will have contact information from me. Okay. And, and it, it'll also have links to the CIA officers memorial foundation and the Special Operations Warrior Foundation, 
which is where all our money goes. Absolutely spectacular. Well, listeners, I will remind you, I will put a link to that page on the show notes page for these guys here on the Cars yeah! website so that any of you listeners feel like you want to uh, write a check or help in some way or contact pack, you can to let them know how you want to support this cause. If you're going to be at SEMA, the car is going to be there. Check it out. I'll make sure I put a link to all these fine contributors that have helped with the build, all the companies that did the parts and supplied everything on the show notes page as well. And then, of course, during- Mark, on that web page about the car, it will have the links to the Special Operations War Fund and the CIA Officers Memorial. Okay. It would be wonderful if your listeners would check out those links. You'll learn about what they do and how they do it. And we'd be delighted if they would write checks directly to those foundations. This car project is about really getting the word out about these kids and these two foundations that are both ranked four stars by Charity Navigator. 94 cents of the dollar of the donations that go to them wind up benefiting their beneficiaries. Unlike a number of other, sadly, well-known organizations that uh, don't meet those standards. Both of these organizations meet those standards, and we would be delighted if your listeners would check check these foundations out and write checks to them if they are so inclined. Write checks to them directly. Perfect. Okay. Well, make sure that on that show notes page is a link to that page. And for you listeners that want to pony up and help this very, very noble cause, I encourage you to check that out. Go there and uh, and give and help these, these children and families of uh, fallen warriors. Before we continue, let's say thank you to those sponsors here that make Cars Yeah! possible. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. 
They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Guys, this was a different show for me, but it was certainly was fun. I am so honored to be the first person to interview you guys on this. This is very cool, and I'm very excited to see you guys at the SEMA show. I can't wait to come up. I hope, uh, will you all be at the SEMA show? Yes. Awesome. Great. We'll be, we'll be in the booths that you can't find. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I know I have some guys on the inside that can get me in through the back door. So I'll make sure that I do find your booth. But, uh, listeners again, I would encourage you to go to the show notes page for this show. Check out how you can help out. Very noble cause. And gentlemen, I appreciate you all jumping onto this call. I know this is a little bit cumbersome trying to do a, a show like this with so many people, but. I can only say my hats off to all of you for getting involved in this. I can't wait to see you at SEMA and see the car. And of course, in Arizona during uh, auction week, I hope there is some people there in the audience that raised their bitter paddles very, very high to support this cause. I have a feeling this is going to be a win-win for everybody. Until we talk again, guys, I'll see all of you down the road. All right. We'll see you. We'll see you at SEMA in the ARC audio booth. See you there, guys. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.